Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. It's time you unlocked your genius, unlocked your uniqueness. Did I say your? Your uniqueness. This is the Bill Kasky Podcast. That's exactly what we're going to do today. Welcome. Today, I want to talk about something that has been on my mind, and usually things are on my mind because they are on, they're on my clients' minds. And my business model is I do three things. I individually coach people. I've got a half dozen corp- clients, uh, executives, VPs of sales, CEOs, entrepreneurs who I coach individually. I've also got a group program called High Achiever Mentoring Program that I uh, coach groups of people. And then I also have corporate business where a company will invite me in and we'll work for a year, two years, three years, six months on helping their sales team. And it never fails to amaze me the kinds of conversations we have. And this is not just my clients. It's not just, you know, people in this business. It's, I think it's everywhere. And the question comes down to, Bill, I know I need to put on display my uniqueness, but I don't know what my uniqueness is. I'm like one of a hundred people out there in the marketplace selling transportation or broadcast or advertising services or accounting services or whatever. How am I unique? How do I unlock that uniqueness? They don't always say the words unlock. I'm using that because I think it's clever. And I do think it's down there. I was telling somebody the other day that I think we all have this intrinsic uniqueness based on our experiences, our scripting, our personalities, our vision for our world, our perspective, our point of view. And yet it, be, it starts to get covered up with the stuff of life. Like you need to do it this way. And some authority figure is saying, no, 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 don't do it that way. Do it this way. Do it the way we do it. And I've got a whole nother podcast coming up on that at some point that I'll share with you that gets into a little bit deeper realm of why we are the way we are. But this whole idea of unlocking your uniqueness, I think, is really critical. But I want to give you a a four to five part framework of how you can actually create uniqueness and use your own uniqueness. So I've got four parts here with something in the middle. First part is what we call the avatar. You'll see it up there on the upper left. The avatar is your audience. Who is your audience? How do you niche that audience down to exactly who you want to talk to? Because in many ways, your uniqueness is not unique if you're talking to 4 million people across 40,000 businesses. Your uniqueness is when you're speaking to your ideal client avatar, that person who's exactly who you want to talk to. In my business, it's the VP of sales or a president of a $100 million company and below. Or it's a sales professional who's earning 150 k or more a year in, in income. So I've got various avatars for various products, but you, which is fine. You need that. But I want you to think about, take your main product. If you sell 
advisory services. Who buys advisory services? Who are the exact people there? Because you're not broadcasting a message to the world, you have a particular avatar. So think about it in terms of age, in terms of gender, if you want. I don't get concerned about that. It doesn't matter to me. It could be industry, specific geographies. It could be the function or the role of the person in that position. So VP of sales versus just anybody in the company. But I want you to think about the avatar because that's part of what's going to help you become unique. Number two, off to the right, is outcome. What are the outcomes that you get for people? What is their life like after you're done with them, after the engagement or after the implementation of your solution? What is life like? Are you clear about that? If I ask you to write down the transformation that a customer of yours gets when they work with you, when they're done working with you and they're fully transformed or fully acclimated to what you do, fully realized, what is it? If you can't tell someone what the transformation is, you're not unique because nobody can. But if you can say, look, after you work with, if you work with us and after you work with us, there's three things that'll happen to your business. Number one, number two, and number three. Now you've got to mean it. It's got to be legit, but you've got to be able to articulate that because at some point, that's really what people are buying from us, isn't it? They're buying the transformation. They're buying the way life could look versus the way it looks now. They're not buying your features and benefits. All they're buying that for is as a path to get you or to get them to the transformation. So if you don't know what the end looks like or can't at least put it out there as possibilities, it becomes hard for them to imagine what their transformation looks like. So what are the outcomes? You can call it transformation. You can call it ideal destination. But what outcome are you going to help somebody get to? That's part of your uniqueness. See, you thought I was going to talk about personality and you know how you dress and the kind of ties you wear, wear a bow tie with a white collar. No, I'm talking about these business uniquenesses. So number one is the avatar. Be clear about who you're selling to and who you're communicating with. Number two is the outcome or the destination. Number three is your story, lower right. I want you to have a library of stories. One story could be your story of origin, how you came to be in this business. If you're the owner, I work with a owner of a business. He sells uh, shipping and freight services to Amazon stores. Uh, he's got an awesome business up in Chicago. And his personal story is he used to work for Amazon and then he took another job and he started to learn about data and visual, visualized data and how systems work. He became like an expert in his business and now he started his own company. So his story of origin is vital to you understanding who he is and what kind of value he can bring. Same with you, your story of origin. How did you begin? I'm not looking for a resume of the 17 jobs you've had. Generally, I'm looking for how did you arrive at this position? And how, how did your company arrive at this position? So you've got your personal story, you've got your company story, you also have client stories. So when you think of a Think of a library, a story, a library that has all these different stories that you can pull out. Here's what I know about LinkedIn and posting of any kind of content. If you can tell a story, you will get viewers. If it's just me, blah, 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 blahing along and there's no story there, then it becomes hard to keep, keep and attract viewers. So the story is really important. That's why I started this with the story of what people ask me when clients 
engage me, that's one of the things they want to know is how do I become unique? And so that's why I'm sharing it with you. But think about the stories that you could tell, testimonials, case studies. Maybe it doesn't even have to be someone who's worked with you that's achieved magnificent results. It could even be a prospect that you're talking to. The way you might start a video or one of your pieces is, look, I was talking to somebody the other day. They were in the financial services business, and they asked me a question that I thought was really useful. I want to share it with you and tell you what my answer was. That's a story. You can also talk about what you learned from that and and how you helped them grow or whatever. But think about stories. Your stories are part of what makes you unique. No one will tell your stories. I know there's other vendors in the market that might have similar corporate stories of origin, but nobody's like you. Between you and the corporate story and the testimonials or the client stories, you will have a library of things that really do make you unique. And the last part here is positioning. Positioning. How are you positioning yourself when you go in and talk to somebody or when you post a video on LinkedIn or when you write an article or when you do a webinar or when you call a referral, somebody who got referred to you? How do you position yourself? Do you position yourself as a needy, begging salesperson who needs to make quota this month so really has to have the sale? I hope not. But sometimes that's what I hear. When I get a call from someone, I hear neediness attachment, desperation. That's a terrible positioning. uh, It's a terrible way to position yourself. So how should you position yourself? Well, I want you to position yourself from a place of abundance where if this deal doesn't happen, that's okay by me. I've got plenty of other things I'm working on. I want you to position yourself in a position of detachment where it's not that you don't care about whether the deal comes in or not. It's just that you don't live or die by deals. You should never live or die by deals. That's a terrible way to go through life. You lose one, you feel bad for a week. You win one, you party for a week. Terrible way to go through life. I'm not saying don't celebrate for a little bit. Don't appreciate when a client comes on board. I just got a new client last week, really nice client. Um, 15 people we're going to train. I'm excited about starting But I'm no more excited than if they would have said, you know what, we're going to go with somebody else because that would have opened up my time to go find someone else to work with. So the idea there is how are you positioned? And from a position, from a place of intention, what is your intention when you are on a call with them? Is your intention to sell them, to close them, to convince them, to persuade them, to defend your price? Is that your position? Is that your intention? No, of course not. Your intention is to help them understand and get clear on the problem they have. If they're not clear already, which most people aren't, that's where that's why we pay you big, big dollars to help people get clear. And then position your intention is to educating them on how they you might go about fixing it or helping them. At the end of that, you'll just have to explain your offer. And that's part of the whole offer process, which we're not going to get into today. In the middle of this is language. Language makes it all work. Not the avatar so much, but the other three it does. The outcome, the story, and the positioning. How you frame those things really make a difference. How you talk about your story. How you talk about the kinds of outcomes that you are wanting to get for people. And then how you talk about your positioning. Here's why I'm here. Here's what I will do. Here's what I won't do. Here's how I work. That's a good positioning way to... Uh, structure it. By the way, if you have not yet gone, go to fiveclients.com, 
complimentary document called Five Reasons You Don't Have Enough Clients or Customers. It's got 10, 12 pages on some things that I find people do, some stories in there of people who have used uh, my philosophy to improve their business. We've got a special uh, live event coming up on Friday the 9th. If you're watching this afterwards, sorry, too late. Uh, it's called Conversion Secrets. It's how to convert a 50 to 70% rate of proposals to cl customers, to clients, by using some of these conversion secrets. Also, it's a preview for a, a small group coaching experience that I'm doing starting in January. It's called the High Achiever Mentoring Program. Some of you have heard about that, opening up a new cohort of no more than 15 people in January. I'll be sharing a little bit, probably 10 or 12 minutes on that during the webinar. So I'll also put that uh, information in a link. So if you're watching this after December, though, what is this? The 6th, you can also get access to that webinar. So cool, cool beans. Any comments? Yeah, I don't see any comments here. Good. I know it's a last minute thing, but I wanted to share that with you. So once again, how do you unlock your uniqueness? You get clear on your avatar. You get clear on where you're taking people and what the transformation is. You get clear on your stories these stories that are going to help connect you with the prospect, and you also get clear on your position. Never be a needy, begging salesperson. It's just not worth it. I'm Bill Kasky. If you want to find out more, go to BillKasky.com. And don't forget that five reasons, uh, five reasons clients.com. It's a good, good product. There's also a couple of videos that come with it. So I'll see you next time. Bye.